Give the cowboy an iPad, and this is what happens. <laughs> well, uh, the cowboy's out on the back porch pissing off the back porch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Action On Podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I am joined by my co-host Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works. We have a very, very special guest with us today, Mr. Ben Snur. Ben, how are you doing, my friend? Um, special needs, not special in any other way. Right on. <laughs> doing For good. Who doing doesn't good. know Ben. Ben is a blacksmith rancher extraordinaire from the great state of Texas. And you're drinking a Coors. What the I fuck? I am drinking a Coors. <laughs> uh, nectar of the gods. Oh my god. Come uh-huh. on. Yep. How delicious. <laughs> Not like you couldn't even have a shiner or something while you're on here? Uh... <laughs> I don't have enough money to drink Shiner all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, ben, are y'all, so, uh, y'all ready for a long show? I talk half speed, so it's going to take two hours. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Who cares? First of all, oh, what I want to say before we get started, I want to thank every single person that reached out to me. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we literally just released the podcast two nights ago. Yes. The response has been overwhelming. I want to thank all of you guys for all the awesome messages you sent us. And if you thought you weren't in the loop about the podcast, we released all four episodes at the exact same time. That was our plan. We didn't secretly, uh, or we did secretly record all this stuff and then release it all at one time. We had a little test group of people that listened to some stuff for us to see how we were doing, and we loved it. And and you guys seem to love it, so we're going to keep doing it. I loved it. So, well, thank you, Ben. Still love it. <laughs> there, there were right people on. that were hitting me up that I'd never even heard of or you yeah, know it's followed or anything, and they they were adding it to their stories on Instagram. So seriously, thanks a lot. We really really appreciate it. It was awesome. All right, to our guest, Mr. Ben Snur. Yeah, ben, buddy. For, for those of the for the people out there who don't know who you are, uh, that don't you, know who you, you are, you were Chris's very first shout out. You I was. That? Yeah, I was. They, I listened to it. I felt I was I was proud. I felt privileged. Don't don't feel proud. <laughs> <laughs> it's only Chris. It's only fucking Chris. It's only me. No, give us a yeah, shout like that guy. What what I'm curious about is I, I kind of know your background a little bit, but uh, give the people a little bit of Mr. Ben Snur. Let them know what you're all about. And how you got started. You you don't have to go oh, from childbirth, but. Uh, Talk about a little bit. I know you kind of started the ranching in Arizona on a family ranch. Give us a little yep. background. Let's uh, hear it. Well, I, I kind of got a wild hair in me after things had gone south in Amarillo. On a, on a more personal note, not professionally. Uh, right. So I moved out there and was working for my uncle, and he was just an asshole. He was a dick. Uh, <laughs> okay. He had these weird deals, like you'd be standing there talking to him, or you'd be talking to him, and he's yelling at me, just telling me what I'd do wrong, and he'd just start peeing, whip it out and start peeing on, like, on my boots. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was the weirdest deal ever. And, I mean, he's just telling Classic, me that I'm the uh, what dumbest was, What per- was his name? What was his name? Rick. 
Classic Uncle, Uncle Rick. Classic Uncle Rick. Everybody's got you an know, Uncle Rick. Yeah. I was and liking so, this guy until he like started pissing on you. Oh no, he'd just be telling me how just I'm the worst son of a You're the dumbest son of a bitch I have ever met in my life. You are so stupid. <laughs> and then he just yeah. started peeing. And I finally got ahead enough of that. And uh I got offered this job in Texas running this cattle and exotic <laughs> game ranch. And so I moved. Okay. I moved here. I'd been dating my girlfriend at the time for four months, and she decided she'd move with me from Arizona. Wow. And we've been here ever since. It'll be uh, 12 years on this ranch now, uh, this August. Well, good for and you. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And on the blacksmithing side. Well, hang on a second. Oh, hang on a yeah. second. We got it. We got to talk about this ranch because this ranch changed my life. Believe it or not, it's everyday life for you, but to me, it was like the most no. It, it is a neat. It so is a neat tell place. people about this ranch. It's not a. It's not your typical uh, what everybody thinks of as a ranch. Tell people about some of the animals you have on this ranch. All right, so I am in the Texas Panhandle, and I I don't know if many people know that we have the second largest canyon in the nation, right behind the. Grand Canyon, it's Paladura Canyon, and I'm in the beginning of that. So you think of the Texas Panhandle being as being nice and flat and somewhere your dog runs away and you can watch it for a week. We are not like that. We have got terrain and canyon, and, and it's a rough bastard. When uh, I got off the highway to come to your place, it looked like Mars. It literally was the <laughs> most bizarre landscape I had. Because I'm used to being in South Texas where my brother lives. And being up where you're at, I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> oh, it's wildly different. You know, Texas is just so diverse anyways. Uh, but yeah, it's it's way different. And I run this cattle and exotic game ranch for a neurosurgeon out of Amarillo. Uh, so we've got cows, we've got horses like everywhere else. We've got whitetail and mule deer, which are native. But then we've got elk. And odd and psychodeer and fucking zebras. What and psychodeer? Psychodeer. It's a little Japanese deer. The thing that neat. I saw that was crazy that crossed in front of us was the oryx. Yeah, those things are yeah, those insane. White oryx. Yeah, they're like as big as a horse, but they're like a part of the deer family with these giant antlers. <laughs> well, they're pretty... not quite that big, but they're real fat. They're living. Yeah. Are you talking like here? Are you talking like a sitar with like half man, half horse this, type thing, Chris? <laughs> no, but it is actually a scimitar horned oryx. I mean, you're yes. kind of close. Yeah, whatever the fuck it's the called. Correct word. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was a crazy thing to just be driving along and Ben's like, yeah, there's the oryx. I'm like, the the, the what? You don't even see that. <laughs> some National Geographic shit there. But well, anyway. like you said, I get so jaded to it just because I see it all the time, and whenever people come visit, that's whenever. It, you know, I appreciate it again because it's so neat for other people to see. Right. Yeah, it was very it was quite amazing to me, honestly. I spent you two bet. days there and it was like for you to open your home to me and your wife and hang out and cook steaks and just Yep. It was it was fun. And we got to make an awesome sculpture and yeah. Do you know so. this about Chris that Chris doesn't eat steak? What? I'm not a steak yeah. eater. I'm not a steak eater. No, so Chris tells me he's coming, and I'm like, like I'm going to cook him some steak. I, I'm going to go all out. I go really? Like, prime, this is a thing? Yeah. This yeah, is a I thing. I these prime steaks, and I grill them up, and I serve them, and he's like, yeah, I don't need steak. 
and he eats it. <laughs> no, no, he ate it. Who doesn't eat steak? <laughs> this is how he this would, is how yeah, happened. Cr- Chris he, was he, choking he co- down that meat. Well, he cooks the steak. <laughs> he cooks the steak. My wife calls and goes, I'm like, oh, yeah, Ben's Ben's making a steak on the grill. And I have her on speakerphone. And Amy goes, you don't eat steak? And Ben's like, holy shit, you were serious? You don't eat steak? I'm like, yeah, I don't eat steak. I've never heard of a man that doesn't yeah, eat steak. I don't eat steak. So uh, the anyway, that. briefly, Chris, come on. You what's can't that? Just leave it at that. What? Oh, what, oh, what's it's the... a. I'm a texture person, and steak's just a weird texture to me. I, I've just never liked steak. I don't know why. What? Well, that's I, it. Wait, that's, that's it. Stop that's for a second. Doesn't... I, that's it. I'm a. I'm a texture person. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it just means the texture doesn't feel good in my mouth. Oh my, dude, you are digging yourself a this fucking getting, hole right this here. This is getting dark. All right, uh, moving just on. Stop, <laughs> just stop talking. Forget okay, so, I asked. Cook steak, Good we had God. fun. Anyway, moving we on. We did have a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah. So that was the ranch. And then uh, where did the blacksmith, because everybody thinks you're a farrier, but you're not a farrier. You know, no, I'm not. And I've shod horses and, uh, you know, one piece of so, advice. So hang on, stop, gr- stop, stop. Shod uh, is a term that I didn't know that you had to explain to me. And you looked at me like I was a moron. But a lot of people probably don't know what shod means. Explain what I shod don't means. Know. If a horse has shoes on, that horse is shod. If they don't have shoes on, that is unshod. So It's not shooed? No, it's not nope. shooed. And you can call See? it shoeing, uh, but it's, it's shod. If you're running roughshod over somebody, it's like a bunch of wild horses running over your ass. Okay. There we go. Okay. (laughs) So, no, I've I've shooed horses. A piece of advice that my granddad gave me was uh, one of the very few that he ever gave me was learn how to weld and learn how to shoe a horse because you can always make some money doing that, even if you got to shoe a horse for $10. So, I did learn how to shoe horses just completely out of necessity, but... That is not something I ever did full time or professionally. Uh, so on the blacksmith, and I wanted to make bits and spurs because I was a cow- I'm a cowboy and I was a whole lot punchier back then. But that was what I wanted to do. And I watched this video of this guy making spurs, and I was like, shit, I can do that. Let alone this guy's been doing it since the '50s, and he's badass. But uh, I built myself a forge. I got myself a shitty Peter Wright anvil, and I'm like, I'm I'm ready to do this. Right. I tried. I couldn't light my forge. Once I could get it lit, it barely got hot enough to heat the steel. Once I did get some steel how, how moderately ago, hot. How long ago was this? How many years ago? Uh, maybe seven or eight years ago. Oh, so not that long. No, I mean, it's been yeah. a little bit. But yeah. uh, I tried this whole deal for like a month and I quit. I was just like, fuck this. I can't do it. Right. This is stupid. I'm stupid. I'm not doing it. And, uh, <laughs> Uncle Rick got... wasn't helping with that self-esteem. No, no. I, I was long gone from Uncle God Rick. God damn you, Uncle point. Rick. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was long gone. I had, Rick was out of my life at this point. Uh, I, I yeah, but like in the back of your mind, anymore. he's always like, he's always on the freaking. Uncle path, Rick's like, always just, pissing like, on always... boots. <laughs> <laughs> not, not always as bad in as your you little think. ear. I'm... Come on, Danny. <laughs> maybe maybe a little bit. Uh, oh, we, no, we dude, we've I, all I'm got it. Call, got it. I'm a pretty we've confident all got an person. Rick. I never let Rick really like get down into my soul and affect right. what I did. 
Right. Uh, I got out quick enough before it really got into me. But uh, I quit, and then I went up there to the shoe and supply store in Amarillo, wellshot.com, and I was going to buy some shoes, just shoe a horse. And the guy there was like, hey, do you forge any? And I was like, I've attempted it. I suck. So, no, I don't. And he's like, well, we just started this uh, shop night. It's an open shop night. Come up here. We got forges. We got anvils. We got beer, and we'll feed you. So I was that like, sound, okay. That sounds like a deal. Uh, yeah. It, it is. It's, I'm always there for free beer and food. <laughs> so I get there and it just completely changed my life. I learned how to start a forge. Uh, I did my first forge well that night. I mean, it was just, I don't know what that means, but it, it just completely changed how I thought of the whole blacksmithing deal and things kind of spiraled out of control quickly. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty much how I got started. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, riveting, and then, inf- riveting story. No, not R- no. That was, that's badass. <laughs> but now to, uh, to go full circle, now your products are actually sold in that store. They are. You're, they are. They're my, they're like, my biggest oh. customer. They've they've sent them all over the world. Uh, and what is that? What is the place called again? I know what it's it called. But we'll tell everybody else. Wellshod.com. It's well-shod.com. So if you can and, see uh, Ben Snur's uh, Instagram, which is at <laughs> Ben Snur, you see his hammers and stuff. You can actually go to Wellshod.com and order a hammer from Ben. Snur. Right there. Right there. So yep. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at your Instagram right now, and yep. two things. Two things that stand out. One, um, <clears throat> from a woodworking standpoint, your hammers are different than other people's. They, they got double shoulders on them. And the second thing, um, you do creative wedges. Um, I see that you got yep. a couple of laminated wedges. Um, what I've is done. that noise? Oh, <laughs> it's not on my end. <laughs> no. Um, so, so talk, talk to me about your, your your woodworking part if you don't mind because uh, Chris because that's what well, I find fascinating because your hand your, your handle work looks really fucking good and it's not just um you're not just throwing a piece of wood on it's there not a plain and ass handle I I mean no it, I, it I, looks I try good to sell, it's all part of it. I mean I'm trying to sell nice hammers and it a handle is part of that not why would I half-ass a handle after I just put all this effort into the head so I'm looking at one now, um, and you got like uh, three quarters of it or seven eighths of it. Um, you got this burnt handle on it, and it and then it's yep. uh, natural. Is that I'm, I'm assuming you're using hickory on that, right? They're all hickory, and I yeah. go through a lot of effort and a lot of wasted wood <clears throat> trying to get good handles. And that's Dude, because my a, wood the selection struggle is real. shit here. Yeah. Oh, I bet. No, yeah. it's it's terrible. Uh, but so, yeah, you know, the. the the handles like that knob right underneath the head. I actually got the idea of that from a uh, from double bed axes. Yeah. Oh, I like remember that. you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that's my, where my that came from. Right there. Yeah. It looks very reminiscent of vintage axe work stuff. Uh, you know, I I try really hard to find really tight straight grain wood. Uh, the wedges. You know, there's only so much you can do to dress up a hammer. And yeah, that was something that I thought of doing was that laminated wedge. And so let me ask cool. you this: Why are you doing? 
why the tools over everything else? Is it because that's what you started learning how to make and then you just you kept know, going? I nearly learned everything by myself. And the way I learned how to make hammers was I was looking through Instagram. I just got it. I just got it started forging. And I started seeing all these guys making hammers. And I was like, well, shit, I'm going to try that. And I had a guillotine tool. And that's what I made the first one with. And it was just such a challenge to try to replicate it every single time that every hammer is still a challenge. It's not just a, you can't just phone it in every time. Yeah. And so I stuck with that and I like it. Well, and I've noticed just on handle making, I like whenever I send out one of my products, I have a, a whole list of things and like number, like the number one or two bullet point is this is handmade. If you order two at a time you're not going to get the same handle it's they're gonna not going to be exact, different exactly no like i hate and, and, i hate wood yeah you do i hate wood i hate wood i, I was actually I chris you may, chris you may not know this i was a carpenter right out of high school i did trim carpentry so i wood doesn't really bother me oh i i, I despise it like the last couple i've, I've ruined two beautiful yeah so tell us that story yeah tell us that story i'm just i just <laughs> have ne literally never done it so, so here, do you, hey, do you want a tip? Here's a fucking pro tip from Vintage Axe Works. If you have a nice piece of wood, save it for like your tenth project. There you gonna, go. You're gonna there fuck you it go. up. Uh, yeah, see, not me. Nope. Yeah. I buy the I buy the good shit like right off the bat, and that's exactly what I go for right off the bat. I just go like yeah, and it went right, right in the fire. Oh yeah, right, right in the fire. fire. Yep. No, I'm, two, I'm pretty two, guilty two of doing that too. Back to back, I was like, this is the most beautiful piece of wood ever. Set the head, snap. Okay, yeah. Oops. <laughs> right. Well, you know, there's a, there's an art to there's an art to hanging a hammer or an axe. There I mean, is, it's not just whittling it, it in it there is, and driving it home. It's, it is one hundred percent. You have to know what you're doing, and clearly, I do not. When I watch, see what happens is, is I'm friends with Roy, and I know oh Roy, and I've worked with Roy. So when I see Roy. Fit these heads up in 0.6 seconds with a draw well, if this knife. This mongoloid can do this. I can do it too. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, I got all these nice grinders. Like, I can walk over here and just. No, it yeah. doesn't work that way, people. It does uh, not work no. that way at all. You have to. You have to practice and practice, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just practicing with expensive wood right now. So. <laughs> yeah. But are you are you getting those from Nick? I, yes, but my goal is because I'm not a tool maker, I'm not a hammer maker, I want to make an, like, as, as cheesy as it sounds, I want to make like an artsy style hammer. That's why I'm going well, with the you're, you're making a fucking cool hammer. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm working on it. I want to keep, I'm going to keep practicing. I'm still not good at it. You know that well. Well, as a, as a hammer and tool maker, I like yeah. those. Well, just oh well, thank you. But, but you know, welding 1045 <clears throat> faces to wrought iron is not an easy task. No, uh, it some is not. people some people say, oh, that's that's super easy. Well, it may be when you're making a blade <clears throat> and you can just mash it all together and then grind the finish, you know. But when you're doing like something that big, it's 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 quite the task, and it, it's all well, learning to me though, because I don't do it, so it's all learning. So, well, so then, if you're trying to do it in a coke forge, I mean, it is just. All right, I'm going to get these two pieces to the respecting welding temperature. I'm going to try to get them out of the forge. I'm going to drop yep. one on the ground. I'm going to brush them. I'm going to reflux them. I'm going to go back in the forge and do that three or four times just so you can 
fuck around for a little bit and get mad. Yeah, and the biggest thing that I found is the, uh, especially doing in coal or coke, is the uh, differential heat. Like the rot always wants to get super hot faster than the tool steel does. (laughs) But at the same time, I I would think that would make for a better weld because you want the rot iron to be at its welding temperature versus the 1045, which is actually welds at a lower temperature right right see it's all learning for me but, i'm just i'm not i'm yeah. not an expert at any of it i'm having fun though and i do yeah. i do the i tell you what though when you set a handle and it fits good and everything's jiving man there is no better feeling than putting that wedge in oh. and like calling it done oh, <laughs> you know what that's everything, called everything comes to life right then yeah you know what that's called chris i don't it's called get getting the hang of it <laughs> I see what you did there. But no, no, that's that's an actual thing. Oh, okay. So whenever well, it says, "Oh, I, I just can't get the hang of it," that's where that that phrase came oh, from, from way back no in the day. Shit. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> well, I, all right. That, there, there is a good piece of trivia. There you go. So, Roy, what have you been up to? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, before okay. we get into that, I'm, I'm I've been scroll I've been scrolling through your Instagram, Ben. I haven't. Yeah. I've been paying attention. Um, this is Ben but, Roy. He's our guest for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you? I get a ton of questions about polishing um, because I do a yeah. mirror finish on my axe on some of my axes, and I noticed that on some of your hammers on the faces, you do what presumably looks like a mirror finish. I mean, it looks really really freaking good so do you get tons of questions about those and like how do you get that mirror finished and let what do you, me like, tell I, you i don't let get me interrupt question. you I for don't a get, second all right, i ahead. know why ben puts those mirror finishes on there because he has to check and make sure that every mustache hair is in perfect position <laughs> before he takes his picture <laughs> I, I see the reflection of your face you know me so well <laughs> uh you know i've the question that I get about those the most is why do you do that? Cause it's yeah. a hammer. The first hit it's going to get destroyed. And yep. the reason is simple is because I like it. It looks yeah. good. I, I like and it. That, it that's all the reason you need right there. Yep. Yeah. It's all the it. fucking reason. And there because is like it's a, pretty. yeah, it's pretty. Yep. Yeah. There is and like this anti-polish, uh, hammer face people that I've heard like, Oh, it's a polished face that's stupid. It's like, no, it looks really good <laughs> before, yeah. you, before you hit yeah, the first it's piece gonna, of metal It's going it. to last for one hit. I don't yeah. care. It look, I like the way it looks. Right. And so and that's why my uh, every single one of my hammers that goes out, every face is mirror polished. Every face? Oh, shit. Every, every single one. Hell yeah. Wow. So, not to, uh, we'll talk about that offline, because I don't want to give away your secrets, and I don't no, want to give I, away mine. No, I... I don't have any secrets. I've got secrets. Now listen. So well, here, no, here's, I, I've got zero secrets. So if you want to ask how I do it, I will tell you. And no, I don't. It's I'm not, not I'm anything not gonna, special. I'm not going to ask you because I don't want you to to, to divulge any info on this fucking podcast. <laughs> I, no, like I said, I I've been helped out by so many good guys who have been extremely free with their information and knowledge. So that I, I, I don't have an issue that. telling people what I've done. And like uh, Jacob Ferrum, Cliff Dufton, Uncle Sunset, those guys have been extremely helpful to me. And so I, I don't have any issue telling people what I do. And I'm not so, giving away their secrets. So Ben, I'll tell you exactly what it is. He sprays, if, 
There's a chrome spray paint. You can, uh-huh. you can go to the store. He ta- he meticulously tapes off each hammer face yeah. and spray chrome. It's, it's MSC part number. There you go. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Roy so, doesn't want listen, to divulge his super chrome, and I get it. I understand why. No, I, I don't blame you. That is your yeah. signature deal. But yeah, I mean, well, so honestly, like the lar- the larger the larger conversation of all this is. The, the whole maker movement, oh, it's free information, yeah. and it's sharing of information. I know where I you're going. I get that. I understand that. But yeah. th- this is my full-time job, and I don't want this hack and this hack and this hack picking up on little bitty so pieces and, and taking I, away well, pieces of my business. You know, I just, way to I, just say went, that. I just went and ta- taught a class teaching my hammers, and I didn't teach how to make hammers. I taught how to make my hammers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's... But the thing is, you can't make my hammers. Only Ben Snur can make Ben Snur's hammers. Yeah, okay. I mean, Jacob Farum could make a hammer that looks just maybe nearly identical, but that's not my hammer. Right. So, I, so I understand that. Bother me. But I, I'm in a little different position where I'm not yeah. making an axe. I'm restoring it. And, and the things that I do, they're, they're out there. All you got to so, do is yeah. put in the time. Here's Go what ahead, I'll Chris. say. Here's what I'll say on that because I know exactly what you're trying to say. No, I understand that. So, he, everybody's looking for the easy way without putting in the work. I see it all the time. People ask Matt Nilia all the time, "How do you put a homone in your blade?" They don't want to try it. They just yeah. want to know the end result. How do I do the end result? That's what Roy yeah. means. He's like, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to tell you how to do the end result. Figure it out. Work hard. Now, if you don't get it after a year. Maybe Roy will help you out yeah. right now. <laughs> so like my friend, uh, my friend that introduced me to fly fishing in North Idaho, he used to always ooh, tell me, "My man." Yeah. So he used to always tell me, if someone asks you um, where the, the best fishing hole is, you tell them, "I'm not going to tell you, but if you come with me, I'll show you." There you go. The in, that's the best invitation. <clears throat> They would go so wrong with me. I'll be camping out in your driveway. I'll be waiting for you right? in the morning. Yeah. I mean, let's, we're going fishing every fucking yeah. day. That makes I sense. I want to know all your holes just because I want to go fishing. Well, in the, in the type of fly fisherman that I was, it was you walk, you know, two miles, three miles to start fishing off of the road. Yeah. Let all the freaking schleps get all the roadside fishing because they're lazy fucks. And um, there's no fish there. What? Yeah. And they're smaller. Yeah, roadside so, fishing. Anyway, it, it's just it's just. Um, I want to hear the rest of that song, Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you have to subscribe it, to the YouTube channel if you want to hear me sing. <laughs> I did. Just a, I did. I did subscribe. The only YouTube channel I've subscribed to. Uh, no, I know. I don't watch. I I don't watch any of the videos. That's fine. The the point is, it's just a. <laughs> it's just. Um, uh, you Something know, you want to keep sense of, It's a sense of laziness, complacency, yeah. and, and right. mediocrity. If you set yourself up to be meh, that's what you're going to produce every fucking time. That's it. I understand uh, that. Hands I down. understand that. Well, and I mean, I guess I, I should put a little caveat on what I said earlier is if you're just some asshole like I'm going to make your hammer, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. But if you're if you're out there and you're trying and you hit a snag – then I'll help you. Right. I may not even completely help you, but I'm at least going to point you in the right direction. That's the same thing that those people I mentioned did for me, especially Jake. I mean, Jake has helped me out a lot. And and I'm and I'm pretty 
I'm pretty open with, hey, can you help me out with this head? Can you tell me who the manufacturer is or whatever? But I just well, I asked you about one. Yeah, 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 the bluegrass. Yeah. Um, but but people just assume that since guys like us, guys like that that we're friends with, that are putting ourselves out there, that we're a how-to channel or a how-to feed, and that's not always the case. It's not the case with me, and I'm, and it's not that I'm getting tired of it. I'm not going on a rant about it, but it's just like there are different mindsets, and I fall into one very specific camp of the world's smallest violin playing. (laughs) Well, no, I get what you're saying. It's like Matt and Ilya and Chris. They've got their entertainment slash how-to channel versus you, who is making and selling something. But Roy does also have a YouTube channel. Come Dude, on, let's... he shows he sh- yeah he does he shows a lot he shows a lot of restoration on there he hasn't right. lately but not he lately does have a, he does have a bunch of videos up all right but so what are you currently working on Ben I know me and you went to the forging competition like two weeks ago three weeks ago which was fucking cool that was so and, uh, awesome right all uh, right hell you know this about me I'm a hermit there's all this you social are. distancing bullshit going on right now I do that for a living. Exactly. Thank you. That is Thank what you. I do. Yeah. Yes. So, but uh, I had, yeah, the, I had the never seen that level of blacksmithing going on in person. I mean, that was Smiling not exactly stuff. outside of my realm of knowledge, but being able to see something like that and those guys work and was it's just a, phenomenal. It's a lot to take in while you're there too, because there's like for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, because we didn't bring any context to it, there was a, there's a forging competition in Austin every year at Mobile Loaves and Fishes. You can find them at Mobile Loaves Forge on Instagram. They hold a forging competition every year, where they bring some of the greatest smiths in the country together, and they have three hours. It's a uh, four teams of two for three hours forge. To uh, complete a piece all by hand with only a coal forge, a vise, an anvil, and a torch, and hand hammers, no no power equipment whatsoever. All and hand then, tools, files, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and then another uh, set, another group of four team uh, team of two will go up after that. It's just a great day. It's it's a lot of blacksmithing. Uh, hell of level. a lot of work happens. Yeah, three hours. Yeah, a hell of a lot of work happens, and. Uh, Ben traveled seven hours down to Austin. Me and a lady. Out. Yeah. We had a amazing time. And the after party, uh, I gave Haley a shout out on the last podcast. The after party was awesome and lots of it knowledge was. being dropped there and lo- hanging out with lots of great guys and meeting a lot of great people. And that's what it's all about. So for any of you blacksmith type guys that listen to this podcast, if you don't go to the Austin Forging Competition, you are missing out huge. I think it's what? What was it? Like eight bucks or something? Seven bucks? Uh, if you ordered them online, but it was like $10 oh, I think it there. was $12 day uh, for both yeah. of us to get a ticket. I mean, it was a negligible price to watch it's that. It's cheap enough to, like, I fly down there, so it's worth me flying down there. And you drove seven hours and got a hotel, and uh, guys yeah. like Caleb Wahlberg, Flew from Michigan. Yep. Uh, Pete Brennapix flew from Michigan. There's guys there from California, Washington State. Uh, there's guys from all up and down the East Coast. Well, and it's neat, you know, on Instagram. That's where I, I pretty much the only place I'm exposed to blacksmithing. That's how I got, right. really got back into it. Uh, yeah, or got into what I'm doing. 
to be able to meet all these guys that I really respect and watch some of them work. I mean, it was just really, really, really neat experience. So I've heard your name kind of like in the periphery, Ben. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until the first episode that uh, that I was talking about, Chris uh, mentioned you, that I started following you. I'm so that's flattered been, you'd heard my name at all. Yeah, I had. Well, I'm, I hang around <laughs> with this fucking knucklehead. It was um, all bad. It was all <laughs> bad stuff. That <laughs> doesn't surprise me. No. But uh, so I've been following you ever since then. And I think to my knowledge, yesterday or today, I think it was today, that I saw your very first story, and it was you just driving in your truck, and you had that badass freaking hat oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody no, I, likes, I knew, everybody I knew likes Ben driving in his in truck. That was I, the first story that I've seen. I don't know, like, why it hasn't kicked in my feed. Oh, he doesn't I, post I, stories I don't know. all I the do time. Them every so often. Yeah, yeah. They're not every single day though. But let's talk a little bit about that story real quick oh, because <laughs> I don't. I've met Poor your dogs, old Murphy dog. and your dogs are awesome. Both of them, you typical like what you would think of a ranch dog, just hanging out, lollygagging all day, running around the ranch, running around the shop. They listen to you like crazy. But what happened to Murphy? Well, I'll start out by saying Murphy's the best dog possibly ever made, and she. This is not her first big injury, right? Uh, she's been kicked square right in the eyeball by a cow. She's had porcupine gotten. Porcupine, yeah. porcupine, I don't know how many times. One of those times, she got porcupines on her snout. And, yeah. like, three months later, I felt this little prickle on her, right beside her eyeball. And I pulled out a porcupine quill right beside her eyeball that had worked from her snout. And just kept traveling out. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> she's been run over. She's been run over. I've had to glue her head back together. She's been bit by a rattlesnake <laughs> on the face. And she is just absolutely phenomenal with the kids. But I was out of town. I was down in Florida at Doghouse Forge. And my dad was out here taking care of the ranch. And he, I got some yearlings in, in a pen that he was putting out some hay to. And I guess those zebras were around. And they, those zebras, you know, the dogs go out and fuck with them every so often, but Murphy's kind of getting older and wasn't expecting anything, wasn't paying attention. And those zebra, one of those zebras finally saw its opportunity and just <laughs> blindsided her. Jesus. Knelt down on her and just started biting her, and he ripped her open, ripped God. her belly open with its mouth. And it's the – you've never seen a wound on a dog like this. And I – I hadn't shown pictures just because it's horrible. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, she's, she's all me. good now. She's all and good I, now, though. No, she's in bad shape. Oh, she's in bad shape now. Yeah. Uh, uh. They they had – We my dad took her to the vet. They sewed her up. Yesterday, he took her back to the vet. And they said that the trauma to that skin – the skin's real thin on their belly. Mm-hmm. And the trauma was so bad that all the cap capillaries just sort of sealed up. So none of the where it was stitched up was healing, and they had to cut it open. We're just having to let this humongous wound hang uh, open and heal up naturally. I mean, it's you like, oh my god, pumping her with antibiotics or anything like no, that. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot okay. of antibiotics, a lot of pain medication. And she just laid up in the and house hell, now. Yeah, and shit. She's twelve now. I mean, uh, she isn't yeah. a young dog anyways. Well, hopefully Murphy comes out on the other end. 
Yeah, she, I mean, hell, she's like I said, she's been through a lot. Yeah, it sounds. I, like I don't. I, I'd imagine she'll get through this one too. So how was uh how was the class? Not to like, well, take a strong turn, but how was the no, class? No, hang on. Uh, While we're still what? talking about dogs, yeah, he's got five thousand on TikTok. Just oh my god, know. shut up. How was <laughs> who how subscribes was... to a dog account? <laughs> right? Who cares? Exactly. How how oh, is the class at Doghouse Boys? That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> Oh, that guy it, puts it out was, some amazing knives. Oh, my no God. No shit, doesn't he? And he is Jeez. just a killer guy to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, it was so much fun. He brought out, he invited, he calls them his A-team Was that students. That was your first class you've taught, right? Well, I, I mean, big, got, bigger class. You've probably yes, done one-on-one or two people. Some little gotten roped into a little deal down in Dallas teaching tongs. Right. With, and they had wildly unrealistic expectations of what can be done with complete rookies in a day. Uh, but this one, he brought his A-team dudes. They all know how to take instruction. They all listen to what you say, and they're all a lot of fun. And so it just couldn't have gone any better. Hell yeah. Uh, so that's everybody, awesome. everybody left with a hammer. Everybody left with not only a hammer, they left with a Ben Snoor-style hammer. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, so it was a lot on. of fun. So how do you pronounce your last name? Because that's different than what Chris has been saying. No, everybody. It's Snoor. Snoor. Not Snur. Not Snur. I mean, hell. We're going with Snur. I think majority. <laughs> I think majority. You're wrong. You're this. fucking wrong. I, I think just can't. I can't I think, even. I'm so dumb. I can't even pronounce my own name. <laughs> I think majority rules. I think. I think when everybody calls you a certain name, you just have to go with it. Like All right, Chris Kosh. Geoff. Geoff Fader. Geoff oh my God. Fetter. Fetter. Yeah. That's just simple. No, right? you know, hell, you ought to see the mail we get. Is how they, s- how bad they are. I think I think that's a little. No, it's newer know. with an S yeah. or sewer with an N if your mind is in the gutter. I don't know. That sounds a little. That sounds a little, uh, a little up there. Like you should have a little pinky out while you're drinking your tea. Snoor. Well, yeah, I'm, it's pretty much like Joe Dirt and Joe Dierte. <laughs> and Joe Dierte. <laughs> so after the doghouse forge class, then you headed. You went somewhere else. I went. You like, you know, we had the page. Yeah, which I am not used to. I'm a homebody, as I right. said. I'm, I'm a professional social distancing person. Right. Uh, we had my wife was, was a high school math teacher. We got two kids. Uh, the Comanches two and a half. Pine cones five. We were going to a water park. To that, that's a son. That's Phoenix. a son and daughter for for all the people that don't know what yeah, pine cone and Comanche. Yeah. The boy. The boy is the Comanche. <laughs> the girl is pine cone. Pine cone. Uh, but we were I, meeting. Stop it! Stop. <laughs> <You're>, I, <laughs> As they're telling this story, you guys can't see this, but they've got the biggest Snickers on their freaking faces. <laughs> no, that's, that's but the thing, thing is, is that is really what we I call them. That's what, yeah. Comanche? So that's what you you call. That's not their real names, though. No, right? that's no. not their given name. Pinecone uh, Snoor. Pinecone is Adelaide <laughs> June, and the Comanche is Benjamin Paul Snoor the Fourth after his daddy. The fourth. And his granddad. Yep, he's the fourth. I'm the third. I'm so the you're third. Head, you're Are heading you? to Arizona. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we were going to meet her family at this water park in Phoenix, and it got shut down because of the recent unpleasantness. Yep. Uh, and so Alex came pick me up at the airport. We drove down to Tucson, hung out for a day, and then started our journey back to Clarendon, Texas yesterday, or day before yesterday, and finished it up yesterday. Awesome. And thank God we're and home. And now you're I not leaving. Bed. You're not leaving Ever. the ranch for like Never. 10 months Ever. now until yeah. next year's foraging competition. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Just the way it should be, right? Right. Head. Exactly. Yeah. I do not mind staying at my shop all day at all. No. Hell no. Um, yeah. Pretty so much. what so do you think? I... Go what? ahead. Uh, Go ahead. I was going to ask. We, 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 were both, we were both asking yeah, yeah, yeah. each other the same question. All right, so just flying, go ahead. Tell me about the flying foxes. All all sold out. There, you still have some blades no, I, up no, in the I, air, from what I hear. Blade blade shows up in the air. Yep. Uh, they, I'm not, I, So it specifically said, "Don't share this email or anything." Yeah, so, I know. But, but what when you have twenty five thousand attendees? Yeah, like so. Seriously, <laughs> they blade show. Are you going to blade show, Ben? No. Why would I go to that? Uh, <laughs> why would you not? Same thing I, I don't know. I made a, I made a, I made a couple of knives, but I'm not still not going to blade show. No, no, no. But people that make knives need hammers. You make hammers. Yeah, he's right. Um, hey, Matt brought a ton yeah, of hammers they last don't, year. They don't. They don't. No. Style of hammers. Oh, yes, they do. Because um, here's here's why they do. Because they have cash and they buy pretty things, and you make pretty <laughs> things. There you go. All right. No, they're, I'm, I'm they're being my, dead serious. They're my people. They're my people. Then I like Dude. to make pretty things. And, and so so do I. So people that make beautiful things like to use beautiful things to make beautiful things. Beautiful Solid things. Point. So Solid Blade, point. Blade Show sends out this mass email. They said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't share this with anyone, but we're right. not canceled. But right. we're just kind of taking a survey. Do you mind answering a few questions? And the first question is, so if – Blade show doesn't happen on the 5th of June, the first weekend of June when it's scheduled. Would you be open to, it's like three weeks out. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And it has a little thing for, what are your other you know, comments, like, fill, whatever, comment, yeah. comments or whatever. Yeah. And I said, you might want to push it out till the end of August. And I was like, dot, 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 caution never killed anyone. So that whole like blade show is freaking huge. It's monumental. They should mm -hmm. just freaking postpone everything. And that might be your in to freaking go. Seriously. So I think that, uh, as of right now, that's the only thing that isn't canceled as far as big events go for the year, because oh, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll be canceled. Abana, which is the largest artist blacksmith association of North America. They just canceled last night and their <clears> conference <throat> is the same weekend as blade. And they're Wait, not going to do anything. Either oh, way, I didn't know uh, a ban had been canceled. Yeah, they just canceled yesterday, uh, which would have been Wednesday. I thought we were Wednesday. trying to avoid the recent unpleasantness. We are. Uh, we are. Roy, so, so based on that, um, you, so I know you work I, for a couple months up till then to get ready for it. So you're just going to be business as normal. You're just going to be I'm going to be business as normal, and I'm yeah. still going to be producing Blade Show pieces because like, – if if I don't sell them at Blade, I'll be able to put them on my website and I'll just sell them outright and everything right. will be fine. Um, it's just it's not about going to Blade Show to sell things. Uh, mm -hmm. You you sell things in the morning and then you make deals in the freaking evening. Um, right. So so 
yes, I want to take all these pieces to Blade Show, but I also want to make a living and up until then, and we'll just yeah, so kind of play it by ear. You're like me, though. Like, if it doesn't happen, you're not putting all your eggs in that basket. No. If it doesn't happen, no. it doesn't happen, and you keep moving. Um, I see you've been well, working on the bathroom us lately. Yeah. Yeah. So, I... Here's the thing, man. Um, I feel I feel a plug coming in, coming on. Not at so, all. Not at all. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> why are you shaking your head? No. Okay. So, um, my my whole thing is, if there's a company that you're interested in and that could benefit you and benefit them in any capacity, um, this is our time to be able to uh, capitalize on it. Right. Um, so they. But the they product works. Me, the product is brilliant. It's perfect. Awesome. I've it wanted worked. to try it. I have wanted to try that. It looks. You know what? It looks I, awesome. I tried it, but the so the only about my only retail store that I go to is the tractor store, and they only had it in the little court jugs. Well, yeah. I'm like, well, damn. What am I? I'm like, what am I gonna get the rust off a couple nuts and bolts here? I need like a 55 gallon drum of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, All right. So I, I got, so I, I reached out to them and I said, uh, hey. Okay, that was what I, I was gonna ask. So here's here's how you have to present the case, right? Um, and it's very very simple. Um, I've seen good good things about your product. I'm interested in it, but I don't want to invest in it uh, without having to try it first. And you take a screenshot of your analytics from your whatever you're on. If you're on Instagram, you're on. Uh, YouTube, you're on Facebook, whatever, you just screenshot it to them and say, listen, here's my reach. I think your product could do well. If you provide this, I'll give you this. Why are you shaking your head, Chris? Oh, no, I'm just listening to you. You're fine. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm Roy, out you're, you're, you're talking about something I've been curious about of how, okay. how does the average guy get a sponsor? Exactly what I just said. So, um, if you can't you, be average. So what if, <laughs> you're, what if you're, what if you're a chicken and you're like, well, by me reaching out to them, I feel like I'm begging. The, okay. So my, my, my answer to that is you will never get nothing because you never asked. That's right. Fair enough. Um, um so the worst they could say is no, we don't do that or go fuck off And okay. So mm -hmm. what did that hurt? Um, or, uh, on the flip side, they could say, yeah, here's a five-gallon bucket of Evaporus. So, whenever I do these Evaporus videos, you know what? I, I get one of two comments all the time, okay? And I've done, like, four or five. There's no contract or anything with them. I get two, two comments most common. Number one is, wow, that's awesome, but it's so expensive. I would never do that. Number two, wow, that's so expensive. I created my own formula, and that's what I use. Okay, that's fine. Cool. You, you do whatever you want to do. I don't have the time to concoct some fucking like magic sauce. They make it in a bucket. All you have to do is order it and you get it and it fucking works. So the problem with today's bullshit stuff is there's a goddamn product. There's a goddamn pill for fucking everything and half the shit doesn't work. So whenever you whenever you land on something that actually works... That's something you can that I can get behind. It fucking I agree. works. It it works. I agree. 
Red so, Label abrasive belts, they fucking work. They're great. Shout out to Red Label. Yes, I they're would, fucking I would, amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Red Label. Red Label. <laughs> we, can, we, got, we, can, we can put you in touch. Let me tell you how that. Let me tell you my view on that. Let me tell you my Go. view on that. So Go. my view is uh, everything you said was like 90%. True. Oh God! But it's never what? good enough for Chris. No. <laughs> Fuck! No, no, no! You fucking what, asshole! Uh, you fucking asshole! The way I see it is, uh, so I I work with a bunch, a couple different sponsors in the shop right now, and um, there has to be value going both ways. Absolutely. So I feel, as a person, as like a craftsman, I feel like I have to give them something as well. So the value has to kind of equal out each other. Like, are they giving you free product? Yes, but at the same time, you also need to do some promo for them and and actually say, I've of had, course, I've I've had sponsors that I will not mention that have given me product and it is crap and I have never ever said a word about it. Yeah, is, nor, one, of a, is one of them a shoe company? Nor, <laughs> nor, nor have I ever responded back to any of their emails or messages or any of that crap. So, uh, yeah, just make sure there's value both ways. If you want to reach out to a company and say, hey, I'd really like to try your stuff. I think that we can work together. I think that there's nothing wrong with that I'll, at I'll all. I'll probably keep being an asshole and just hoping that they come to me. You know how many? No, no, they won't. They won't. So, no, they won't. But So um, here, here's the bottom line. So I, I've is, got that is, weird feeling about it that it just feels like begging. And I, I don't know. It, you guys are have got it's, very it's large followings. No, if you no no no, it has nothing to do with that either. But what it does have to do with, it does have a little bit to do with that. But it's got a wanna, lot to do with that. If you genuinely want to try the product, it does. If you genuinely yeah. want to try the product and uh, it relates to what you're doing, I don't think there's a problem at all asking for not at all uh, product because if if the value so is there for both sides. So listen. So here's the bottom line, Ben. Is Ben Snoor gonna go out to <laughs> love it? Love it. Is are you gonna go out to fill in the blank company's website? Let's just use evaporescence we're on them. Are you gonna go out to their Instagram feed and go, oh man, what's 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 evaporus doing today? And what kind of cool things are they doing? No, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna say, oh, I see that Vintage Axe Works is using Evaporust. I see that Hand Tool Rescue is using Evaporust. It must be good stuff. I was shaking my head there for those of you that can't see this, which is everyone. <laughs> and 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 let's let's go larger, right? So Red Label Abrasives, great company. Yeah. Is anyone is anyone going to follow an abrasive company solely for the content that they're putting out? No, I will say this: uh, their content's good. So, is it? Yeah, their, their Shit, content. But listen, their content is good because they repost yes. from things that makers yep. are doing. Exactly. But other other companies that are just like, hey, we're I don't know. Buy our shit. Buy our shit. Buy our shit. Buy our shit. Yeah. yeah. And just like yeah. you're looking at a fucking catalog, right. and they've got you know, like I don't I don't even know like 3M. They've got a yep. bazillion fucking whatever. Right. But like, are they? They're not even on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> they are. I was gonna with. say, does 3M sponsor anyone? They're too they, big. They could have a huge presence. They could they absolutely. Could. So but, uh, let's let's. But like, they don't Wilton have three M. Three M doesn't have to give anybody anything. Don't they're don't, they're made. Don't even bring up the Wilton thing. That is awful. Those <laughs> Why guys, is that awful? Because Wilton sucks at social media, and everybody knows it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I don't care what anybody says. They are no, awful. you're absolutely right. So here's another example. Uh, do you follow? Um, oh, his name's Barry. Uh, uh, old tape uh, out yes. of Connecticut. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he always Maybe. hits me. He always hits me up whenever he sees something. Yep. Um, from uh, well, like axe related, but also yes. um, uh, Dorman, Dorman products. Mm. Okay. Dorman products. They are five minutes from my house, and on their billboard on on the fucking highway, it says new since like 1918. Okay? Right. So he and I were talking like a year ago. He said, "Listen, I got sponsored by Stanley because I've been using their products my entire life, and they're freaking awesome. And they had zero presence on Instagram until I started contacting them and telling them how to build their social media. And right. now it, it's grown." He is a huge fan of theirs and yada, yada, yada. And he keeps telling me, like, you need to go over and talk to freaking Dorman and tell them to get on the freaking social media bandwagon. Because right. no one, no one's going to follow them because they, they fucking make autom- automotive parts and they put them in fucking boxes and they ship them all the goddamn right. country. That's not exciting. That's there, not there's fun. A bunch of, there's yeah. a bunch of companies that don't think it's a viable platform, but... And, and they uh, are... They're missing they're, out. They're they're yeah. wrong. I it's a social media world nowadays, and, and Instagram's the only, only social media I've, I've had. And I hate to tell, but hell, I've grown a hammer business from fucking Instagram, and it's yeah. fucking free. It's free. Hello, it's there free. You go. <laughs> it's free advertising. So, you just can't suck at it. So there are there are some tips and tricks to the trade, and I have. I'm thoroughly convinced that they have changed the algorithm that like we were talking about from, you know, earlier episodes. The fucking algorithm. Seriously, this is fucking real. If you, the, I am the convinced. The ball peen hammer behind you is crooked and it's driving me insane. <laughs> Stop looking at it. So, it, it, this is for everyone out there listening. Here's freaking pro tip from Roy. I want to hear you two guys, your number one tips. For oh, what's no. the best way to I, succeed at Instagram? Your one tip. I don't. So, okay. Roy, what's your what's your number one tip? My number one tip in to, to, 2020. Right. No, my number one tip is if you want to sell something, do not say it's for sale. Okay, don't use the word for sale. Don't uh, use the hashtag for uh, sale. Available. So yep. available or say say whatever it is like. Name one of your products. A uh, hammer. So, so like a flat, a flattening hammer. Round. So rounding. Flatter. Hammer. So, a flattening hammer. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh my uh, god! He said flattening hammer. What a he's fucking so, He's so stupid. <laughs> he's so stupid. The Acolyte oh, doesn't Uncle know what he's doing. Uncle Rick, where are you? Come on, kiss my feet, Uncle Rick. <laughs> the goddamn Axe guy doesn't know what a flatter is. Uh, no. So anyway. listen, you got a rounding yeah. hammer. So Ben Snoor, your your caption is this: Damascus silver inlaid Ooh. rounding hammer Ooh. available That's on a lot. my website. Damn, I wish or, I could make that. <laughs> I was just like, shit. <laughs> I saw it on your fucking page. Well, I've had yeah. a Damascus and I've had an inlay. I have not had the two together. The two yet. together is like, woo. All right. Yeah, oh, that is. Oh, hot uh, dog! Well, okay, I have no, I have no website. 
Yeah, okay. me either. So get a website. Make a fucking website. Go to Etsy. Go to well, go to uh, well, Ben. Has, ben, you have a, you have an actual you have an actual retail store though. I I do. I yeah, do, but you can't. That's almost can't, better than you can't website. really. I I agree. I lucked into that whole deal having them sell my hammers because they're one of yes. the biggest ferry supplies in the nation. And they can go to putting it out website. there too. Yeah. Yeah. But listen. So do not underestimate the power and the reach of Instagram sales. So, for instance, our uh, guy, I've got the our, power. Our guy, freaking El Wayno, whatever. Uh, Ooh, Pirate Life, Forge. Pirate that Forge. That was a, that was a wild show. It was. So <laughs> yes. two, I think two nights ago or a couple nights ago, he listed freaking punches that he made from that chain. Right? He yeah. had six punches, and he said, "I'm going to list them out of my website." I get on the fucking website, they're already sold. Okay. Oh. So, yes, you might have a retail outlet, but if you're if you're doing that wholesale all day every day and that's your bread and butter, but you've got freaking side time to make one or two freaking hammers that can draw a larger a, a larger ask for it because yeah. it's not going to the wholesaler. This is a yeah. freaking special one off, and if you want to get it, you have to go to bensnewer.fucking.com. You're a special well, one-off, Roy. Thank I, you very I much. That, I do that through Instagram occasionally, and it's rare that I have a hammer. And I hate, I mean, this sounds sort of bad and sort of conceited, but I very seldom have hammers, enough time to make spare hammers. They're always No, there's nothing wrong with saying that. That's a freaking awesome. People would love to have that problem. But I'm telling you, if, you, if you're all day, every day making for that store – and people are seeing what you're doing, and they hear your story, and they they buy into you as a maker. They will pay a premium for it, and the freaking just by looking at your Instagram feed, dude, you're making amazing stuff. It's beautiful. Thank you. So I mean, there no, is okay. a there okay. is a yeah. I mean, they're kind of decent. If you don't know what you're looking at, they're, they're amazing. They're I don't know what I don't know what I'm looking at, and it's a beautiful piece of freaking artwork. And you know what, Roy? And, and this they're... this whole freaking conversation going back to the polishing face. It's not artwork. I, listen, I get that shit all the time. Listen, I do too. But if I bought that, I would sit it on a shelf and I would go, dude, I have a Ben Snoor freaking hammer. I know no, you're no. waving your finger Snoor. at me. They are Snoor. made to be used. The Damascus I, ones, the engraved ones, anything fancy, it is made to be used. Ben, every product I send out my door is made to be used. Now you, not, there, there is a go on a wall, <laughs> and that's fine. They all sell yeah. the same. Yep. But everyone is ready to but use. You, but you mail them out hoping that they get used, don't you? Um. Yes, I, I it, like it. I like it when they get used, but it's not a requisite for a sale. I'm going to be in the middle there and say, I don't care. <laughs> if you buy well, it, you I, do whatever you want with it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a tool maker, so I want my tools but, to be used. I want yeah, my tools to be used to make pretty things or keep horses had, sound or, or things like that. I want had, them to be used. We had this conversation the other night that guys have actually said that I just want to buy the hammer to hang it on the wall. Yeah. Dude, it's, a, it's, it's a real thing. Yeah. So what? And I'm people, good with that. Dude, on my last draw knife video that I posted today, so many people there you one put line draw knife comment, videos up? Go fuck yourself. Their one line <laughs> comment was artist. That's all they said. It was me just shaping a freaking handle or Oh god. Oh god. No, I'm oh, back. Yeah. I'm back. 
No, I'm Got trying to figure out the uh, the pause deal. As Give don't pause. don't pause. Don't pause. No, 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 no. All right. <laughs> Give the cowboy an iPad, and this is what happened. <laughs> well, uh, the cowboy's out on the back porch, pissing off the back porch. So Take, I can hear you. You're taking a leap. <laughs> well, every, every, everyone, everyone, be real quiet. <laughs> Now I'm gonna pinch it off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so something you might find interesting, Ben, that we're gonna do in the shop this week is this uh t- starting tomorrow, we almost have everything set up. Me and Ilya are gonna be working on the six foot charcoal forge. All right. Crap. Yeah. And he uses that forge to make uh katanas and um do bladesmithing in traditional japanese way where he uses this japanese super steel and you mean uh, traditional japanese blacksmiths didn't make katanas in a uh force air gas forge nope oh my god (laughs) shocking believe it or not but no we just got everything rearranged we got our even heat kiln today some super excited. I saw about. that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. So, hey, what are those? What are those 50, things retail for? Fifty-six inches from door to door. That's what how they, big that what, thing. What is that retail for? Just a swag. That particular model, I think, is around four thousand dollars. Jeez, Louise! Well, you better I'm be gonna freaking pushing out some content, yo. I'm getting ready about? to be on on team we, even heat as well. We and bought I'm it. Real. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Nice uh, one, Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're working on this week. This week, well, and I'm, I'm thrilled to death. I got an even heat coming to uh, help me with the heat tree to my hammers and tools. Uh, <laughs> Papa Jeff yep. Fader helped me out with them. I tell you what, this looks like it's going to be a freaking. I'm not. I don't make blades. I don't make tools. But I tell you what, for what that's horseshit. That's horse. No, you, for you have what to stop those guys. That. For what those guys do, that is going to be a massive game changer. The the uh, the touch screen, uh, the settings, the amount of parameters you can put in is insane. We I'm ran two firings I'm, on it today, and we let it ramp up to 400, and brought it back down. Then we let it ramp up to 1500, and that thing is crazy. It's just very it nice. Now, have pretty... those guys ever had an even heat before, like a like a full on nice tempering oven? No, they always used um, like an oil bath, and yeah. they've actually put a thermometer in the oil bath, heated up the oil bath, and tempered that way. So they've half half asked it until now. No, I mean it's really a precise way to do it, especially Is if it? you have a digital thermometer. Yeah, because you can maintain the heat, like. Say 400 but if you, degrees. if you overshoot your temperature, you can't cool it off fast enough. No, you just don't put your don't put your damn sword in there until it's okay. <laughs> until I, thought it's you were, the, I no, would think no. maintaining temperature would be tough. No, it's not that hard. All right. Well, I don't yeah. know anything about oil bath. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited to have an heat and be able to uh, like, like do butter. a thorough annealing. I like butter like baths. A, do you really? What is the matter with you? You are a freaking maniac. You like you just get what in the there hell? and rub butter on your what? Oh, what is a butter bath? Wear nothing but a cock ring. Oh my y'all, god. Y'all remember the movie Strip Tease with Demi Moore? 
And she walks in, that fucker's just slathered in Vaseline. <laughs> Burt Reynolds? Burt yeah. Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, Burt Reynolds. And he's oh, talking to me. God. He's got his cowboy boots on with Vaseline, talking about how good it oh is my between God. his toes. Oh That's my what God. I picture Roy doing with his butter. <laughs> Old butter toes. Old oh, butter toes my... Roy from Vinny <laughs> Here's what I've been working on lately because we have not fucking touched on it. I've been working on uh, carving axes. Uh, yes, I know. I've been working on carving axes for Whiskey River. And I told you on the last episode that I'm not doing any freaking more ca- collaborations. Yep. I've Damn got... it. I was going to send you that bluegrass. So that's, I don't consider <laughs> no, I'm that just a. I'm just no, kidding. No, no, no. You and I have been talking about it. I don't consider that a collaboration. I consider that. Me doing something for you and ben. like I, and I, I, I and I give you monetary compensation for that and that is not a, a sale. That's not a yeah. collab at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm doing a few things, but uh, I'm specifically working on um, these carving hatchets that uh, the Elder Anvil. Uh, he's out of North Carolina, South Carolina. I don't. Is this I think the North same Carolina. guy you've been working with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he he hand forged these little carvers. Oh wow. Did little uh, 12 inch handles on them. So I hung all of them today. I've been feeling sick this week, so I haven't been real productive in the shop, but I did get these all rough hung today. So was that tape? Uh, was that you take the, the tape off those before you cut with them, right? Yeah. So he. <laughs> no, you just cut right through the tape. <laughs> so he forged them. So, and, here, and here's, here's where I will give you hats off, Ben. Um, a lot of guys. Um, are really good blacksmiths, but they're not good woodworkers. So, thank goodness, Todd Elder recognized, like, yes, I can make the heads, but I'm not a good handle guy. So let's have Roy do those. And he's not a bladesmith guy. So he actually sent these heads down to my buddy Taylor to put a carving flat grind on it. That's why they're all taped up, because they're like freaking razor blades right now. Yeah, awesome. So um, I'm going to hang them, then send them up to Brandon, then he'll sell them on his website. So I get a lot of, I don't necessarily get a lot of shit for doing this, but this is real easy work for me, right? Someone gives me five heads, I freaking hang them, I ship them off. Do you shape that whole handle from there with your draw knife? No. No, I do so not. You, just sh- you just fit the head with the draw knife. And the Correct. rest of it's belt sander. Okay. Yep. Two by seventy-two. Fair enough. Red label erasers. I see you using and like I saw you uh, shaping <laughs> those heads or shaping that stick to go in the head mm-hmm. with your draw knife. Do you ever kind of fine tune with a spoke shave or is it just all nah. all draw knife work all, all the time? It's all draw knife and I use this. Uh, everyone asks always asks me uh, uh, ask me about this draw knife in particular. It's a, a seven-inch straight fixed-blade draw knife from Greenlee. I found this in, in an right. Ohio an Ohio junk store for twenty bucks two years ago. Isn't that every store in Ohio because it's Ohio a junk store? <laughs> like a, a junk like store. an antique mall, antique <laughs> yeah. mall junk store, no, flea market, whatever. Yeah. They're all, I, I film. I like all, they're all the same. Anyway, so that's what I've been working on. Now, so, how long? Uh, I've seen you do those, shape those heads, fit the handle to the head. Mm-hmm. How long does that average take you? I mean, it's, it is 15, quick as shit. 15 minutes. Start to finish. Why are you dude's shaking a, your head? Dude's a monster. That's fast. That's, that's way faster than I do it, and I do it on yeah. the grinder. 
but I'm doing a tiny little eye. Yeah, a tiny little eye should take you half the time. You got less wood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roy's a beast. Roy's a beast with the draw yeah, knife. I can't do it with a draw knife. If there I've was tried. a draw knife competition, Roy would win every time. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I can't do it with fast. a draw knife. So you just you just have to have confidence that you're like every single pull is with intention and that you're not going to take off where you I, don't want to take off. I and don't have that confidence. Well, you just need to do it about a hundred, you know, a couple hundred times. My dog you will just get it. farted, well, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm looking for a turd. I'm looking for a turd right now. <laughs> Dude, shut your fucking mouth. We're talking about draw night, no. goddammit. So, it's more important things going on here, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Go ahead, so, Ben, pro tip. So, you take your draw knife, and you rough fit, or you, you rough shape. With yep. it just kind of standard with you, and then turn it around backwards and use the backside to do all and the fine tuning. And that's your fine tuning, okay? That that's the money. And don't be afraid to scrape. I mean, like watch my videos, and like you'll see at the end of every at the end of every freaking major pull, I'll turn it over on the backside, and then I'll start to scrape, and you can see that shape getting fine tuned, and then get refined to the exact shape that I want. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll, watch your, I'll watch your videos, but I'm not going to do it with a draw knife. I've kind of got my own, my own technique no, that's, going now. No, that's fair. And yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. stick with it. And, but you know, it, I do enjoy watching those. I wish I had the talent to do that with a draw knife. And uh, So hats off to... Lots of practice. Hats Lots off of to practice. Hoffman. Uh, th three years ago, he was putting out YouTube videos, draw knife videos... Yeah, and I looked, I looked at it, and I watched it, and I'd never picked up a fucking draw knife, and I said, I could do that, and now I do it. It's just that simple. Mighty good. What have you been up to, Chris? Oh, what am or I doing? Or did we already go go over you? I mean, like we're, we're just. I'm always working on the shop. I, I'm every single day. I make dragon <clears throat> bottle openers, which is makes me twitch a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> I made five today, uh, and I want to like. Wow throw the grinder across the shop but, so what um, is that like uh 15 7, times i've made now uh yeah no it but how many grind how many cutoff wheels is that just today it is if you made one it is one six inch disc per wow okay yeah and that's like make like i can i have to be like perfect with every cut to make sure i get that out of it otherwise it'll disappear before i get to the end of it yeah, so I, I kind of got using it. I hate the angle grinder. I I get, I'm like I avoid I, it at all costs. You know, I know a lot of people say that, but I like it's like my go-to. I don't know why. I got so many. I got so many interchangeable things. <laughs> and you know, that comes, it comes from 20, 20 years as a body guy, though. It yeah. was always angle grind, not not corded angle grinder, but pneumatic angle grinder was always the go-to tool to start fixing something. So. I just that, always, I, I don't know. I guess that's my, my draw they knife. They make my hands tingle too bad. Yeah, I guess that's my draw knife. But Dude, I, get good I, enough with them. I did all of my freaking, my Harley mods with a yeah. fucking angle grinder. Angle grinder, Because yeah. that, that's all I could afford. I did yep. a fucking, I did a fender trim and chop with a fucking angle grinder. You know what? And To everybody out there listening, don't be scared of the angle grinder. 
And to all those commenters that say that should have a guard on, you shouldn't cut it this way. Safety you know fucking third. Yeah. Safety I, third. There you I'm go. In, I'm with you I'm on in, that one. When I'm in my shop doing my yeah. thing and yeah. it's my safety concern, I'm going to do whatever like, I got to do to get the job done. I'm sorry. Seriously. Go uh, fuck yourself. Yeah. Everybody, so, uh, it, got, I wear safety glasses. I wear earbuds and like a fucking dork, I listen to book on tapes in the shop. So that's my hearing protection <laughs> and eye protection. And podcasts. <laughs> and podcasts. podcasts. I do listen yeah. to podcasts. Yeah. So. so this is part of the show where we start to freaking uh, do a little shout out and give some people this some love. Is that, that part of the show? That don't necessarily get the recognition that they want. And Ben is looking to what? the ceiling and tipping back a cold one. So I, for, I forgot about so I forgot about rehearsed. this. I have no one, and I can't You're grab going, my you phone. You have somebody. Relax. I can't You'll, grab my phone because it's outside, being my Wi-Fi hotspot. Because I'm out here in BFE where we don't have good internet. You know what? Who who who? I know you said he doesn't get recognition. He gets recognition, and you know what? I don't care. But I'm I'm gonna say because I talked to him on the phone for like an hour yesterday. We had a great conversation. My buddy Jeff Fader. He is just the most Great supportive, dude. kindest. Great dude. I mean, you know what else about him? He's just real as shit. And yeah. that is what I like about him. He does not pull any punches. He is like, he has had my back since the beginning. That You know, Me too. support, support, support. And he's just like, he's the num- He's on this helpful campaign right now, which I totally understand because New York State's a cluster fuck right now. Um, as so well as the rest of rest of the country. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah. Shout out to Jeff Jeff Fader for everything everything you've ever done. Thank you for promoting the podcast. You are so I really want to meet that. I really want to meet him in person. Jeff's, um, Jeff's great. I too really want to meet him. He is a solid guy. I've, I've talked to him a number of times. He's helped me out a bunch. He yeah. He got is, my foot in the door with even heat. Just well, for no fucking reason. He I did know that. Roy is thinking about going to Maker's Camp. Mm-hmm. Ben is kind of turning into Blacksmith Camp, <laughs> so it might be a cool thing for you to go to too. But and go see another part of the country, upstate yep. New York, East Coast crap. Um, Some someone was what? just talking about Maker's Camp today. Someone just hit me up. Ooh, oh. I, oh, Jesse hit me up. Savage. Uh, Jesse Savage, yeah. yeah. And then someone which else, which is another great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jesse's great. But anyway, if you guys come there, you'll be able to meet Jeff because he'll be at the uh, he'll be with the Modern Forge guys and putting on a show. They put on the best. The I've seen a ton. Of, I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of blacksmiths across the country doing their thing. And Jeff, <coughs> Jesse, uh, Cliff, John, Keith, Dave, those guys from the Modern Forge, they put on the most badass forging show you have ever seen <laughs> it's I can't, insane i can't i can't watch that no you, well you could get in I've there got, i've got to get in there yeah no you can totally get in there no, 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 i can't no. watch somebody work yeah no so towards the end of the night there was literally probably 10 to 12 guys in there and we were all striking and going crazy yeah, yeah. and getting after it. yeah we were having yeah. a great time it was great but yeah roy who do you got so i've got He's not a maker. He's not uh-huh. a blacksmith. He's no just an he's just an axe enthusiast. Uh-huh. And he and he is a crazy, crazy motherfucker. Really? So, you know a crazy guy that messes with axes. Shocker. Right he's, in the, he's in 
so he was one of my first customers whenever I first started doing hand-shaped handles. Uh-huh. I sold him two double bit axes over in the UK. His name is Adam underscore one 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 two six nine. Okay. Every freaking thing that he does, he like his little catchphrase is Viking power and hardworking motherfucker. Um, awesome. That's why you like him. This dude, like he, uh, on his on his his whole feed is just like him splitting huge rounds of wood with these six and seven pound Elwell English freaking axes, and his stories are freaking hilarious. Awesome. And he's not even he's not even trying to be funny. He's just a real genuine dude. He's been a huge supporter of Vintage Axe Works, and I just want to give him a huge shout out because he is an shout awesome, out real dude. To Adam. Adam underscore one one two six nine the axe man viking one 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 that's almost as difficult a name as is mount underscore underscore philip Philip underscore underscore metal underscore ass ache underscore metal why why are the underscores so i've never told this to uh, so many oh before now we're getting now we're diving deep oh no no deep at all no deep at all i I made the account with uh zero intention that anything was gonna have like i was gonna do anything on it so i'm gonna make it as difficult as fucking possible 100 because 100 nobody's ever gonna like this no no, no. it's not even possible and you want to ever like this i wasn't so i wasn't ever gonna post anything i was never a social media guy i was like in my shop work I wasn't ever going to do any of this stuff. And then I just like, oh, well, there's the name. It's there now. <laughs> couldn't, you know, can't, couldn't can't go back. Can't, can't change can't it now. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that is what it is. And it's memorable. And it's long. And there's a lot of underscores. And I don't and give it, a fuck. And it always gets <laughs> like that Mount Phillips metal yeah, work. Phillips. I think I whenever. Know. I don't know I, why that happens. I don't I know why. Whenever, people... whenever I came to your shop the very first time I did a story, I think I, I even freaking said I don't know why that uh that happens i I think it's the works it's like a it's like a thing where people try to put an s on i don't know and it's so long with so many underscores i don't care fuck them no (laughs) no you don't you don't give a shit who do you got ben uh i'm gonna go with the guy i met on the knifiest knife bro television show i had him out to the ranch to come hang out and he's just an all-around solid guy he's friends with metal arc knives well metal arc well yeah metal arc no i don't know him but the guy i'm gonna mention is friends with him uh they actually went to high school together apparently and it is, I don't even know his app because I can't get to my phone because it's oh, outside. Shit. What's his name? My, it's, I think it's at Stephen Brady. Or it might possibly be at Flatlander Flat, Forge. Flatlander Forge. Stephen Brady at Flatlander Forge. Yeah. And he is just an all-around great guy, making great knives, playing with some Hamones now. Stabilizing his own killer wood. He's and like I said, just a good damn dude. Interesting knives. Very cool. Flatlander yep. Forge. Shout out Flatlander to Forge. Wow, he's got some really pretty stuff. Oh, he's got an axe in here. He did an axe. Yep, he's made made some of his own axes. <laughs> that's all he cares about. Uh, yeah, that's all he gives a shit about. Maybe one of these days I'll I'll start making some some axes. Hey, I've, I've maybe you'll had make, it on my mind. Maybe you'll make it in the 200 club if you... If... I'm so in the listen, 200 listen, club. He you... saw my story. I'm in there. Listen. I'm in there. 
And listen, motherfucker, since goddamn episode one, I've, I've been wanting to fucking say this. Now, shut your fucking mouth and listen. There's one more important Uh-oh. fucking reason why are there's we, my 200. Are now, we moving stop. it up to three? Fucking stop. <laughs> Don't fucking interrupt me, goddammit. Listen. Right, let, let it rip. Here's the, so, if you're, if, if, let's just say you like someone that's a large account and they're only following a couple of hundred people, right? Like, you said all are, no, no, listen. Okay. So if they are following like 200 people, so I go out and I see who they are following because if right. fucking, if Jason Momoa is only yeah. following X number of people, those have to be some pretty freaking cool, important, fill in the blank, freaking whatever kind of people that you want to, like, why is he following them? I should be following them too. So there's the other fucking reason that I've been trying well, to freaking you, you weasel got, my way in. No, you guys are way above me in followers, but I didn't Who gives a shit? Uh, no, like, I look at who, just like you said, I look at who Vintage Axe Works and Mount Phillip Metalworks is looking oh, at. Oh, God. Don't. And I, 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 I tend to look at who they're following because generally they're going to be badass. Exactly. I, I, I completely Thank you. agree I've with that. I've said it. I've said it once and i'll say it again i don't want to hear just stop talking just fucking i follow stop talking. people that i genuinely like what they're doing that's it i don't follow people that i don't give a shit about because i want to follow them because i want to see what they're doing and all right that's all goodness, it boils down to and thank goodness chris cash my good friend mentioned ben snoor because i've been following snoor. you hell yeah and you're putting out amazing stuff and thank you, thank you so much for coming yes. on and thank you very much and it sharing your story pleasure. seriously my thank you ben snoor a... you can find him on instagram at ben snoor Jason Momoa, you can find him at Vintage Axe Works on Instagram. <laughs> He's no. pr- Pride of Roy. Gypsies, no plug. Joy from Vintage Axe Works. <laughs> I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, and that's a wrap on the Axe Fucking and Iron Podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Good night. Thank you. Yeah, Good yeah. night. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>